Hello and welcome to the Other Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Jerome Pizzelli, and I am joined, as always, by Ryan Norberg. Ryan, what is up today? Not much. Great day. Great day. So you're bringing the energy today. I'm much more excited today. I'm awake. Well, I'm glad to hear it. So today's going to be kind of an audible episode. We're going to be introducing a topic that is filled with discussion, debate, lots of theories, but honestly, it's just a super fun topic to talk about. And that is the deep state. So Ryan, what is the deep state to you? Okay. I first want to state to the viewers that we're not going to hop on here and be like the deep state's super real and all this, all these conspiracy theories. We're literally talking about it because it's a fun topic, kind of discuss some possible theories. And it's just really interesting and fun to talk about. So Jerome and I have kind of discussed what our idea of the deep state is. And basically it's the main definition we think that there is a underlying government within the government that dictates things outside of basically what normal politicians do. So there's like a, a group of people that secretly do things against what possibly the normal government does so that, is this, that, are, that we don't know about. So this includes uh, politicians, celebrities, right? Just big public figures. Yeah, powerful people that are basically pulling strings anonymously. Right. Pretty crazy stuff. I think, really it, is imp- I think it is important, though, to make a distinguished um, definition of when you look at it from a political standpoint, and we're not going to get political on this, but I think it's important to mention. So on one side of the aisle, the Ryan will correct me if I'm wrong, but on the left side, they view the deep state as pretty much the military industrial complex. They were constantly trying to get into wars um, in order to create weapons and all this and everything that comes along with getting in conflicts. On the other side of the aisle, they believe that it's a certain group of people that are going around trying, that are influenced society to make us more dependent on the government. Um, That's kind of what you were understanding with that, Ryan? Yeah, that's, that's my understanding with it. I think that's the great, simple explanation of what kind of both sides of the aisle try to say their version of the deep state is. And today we're just going to talk about different stuff related to it. Um, we're not going to pick a side. We're not trying to do anything in that remote. We're just going to talk about certain instances that may relate to the deep state. Yeah. So one of the first instances that does come to mind, I think maybe one of the most important would be the JFK assassination. Obviously, as we all know, JFK was a very important uh, historical figure for many things that he did. Um, And as I'm sure many of you do know that there's large conspiracies out there that his death may have been caused. It's not as evident as what it seemed that Lee Harvey Harvey Oswald was um, an accomplice, had an accomplice that someone else set him up. And this kind of doesn't originate the theory of the deep state, but it's kind of like the first uh, peak in the idea of this deep state that even a theory of like, say, the CIA or some ghost organization was killing or had the power to kill JFK is what's kind of crazy about it. And I think Ryan would agree with me on this, that just the idea that some kind of organization could do something like that is pretty pretty crazy right yeah i think jfk is a great one to start with because the whole case 
is surrounded with a bunch of conspiracy theories. I mean, people have written books about this. The dis- disappearing bullet, uh, who actually shot, were there two shooters, all this stuff. And it's really interesting that this could be the beginning of a peek into the deep state. But like what you said, the CIA, who would know more about the government's protective detail, our president's protective detail, than people inside the government? So, I mean, there's, it's always fun to talk about it. I think it's a really interesting place to start. Yeah, and like some nuggets about kind of like the CIA was that they did things such as give the idea to lower his, the roof on the limousine so that way he can sit out front. The idea is that so he becomes an easier target to get shot. Um, the other thing that happened was how they determined the cause of death that they hired a patholo- like a pathologist report, which is unusual and doesn't make a whole lot of sense on why they would do that. And that there was a discrepancy on how the bull entered and like where, where it left from. There was like up to inches in between, um, depending on what report you were reading. So that stuff like that is just, it creates an environment to make, to, for you to pause and just think about it, that there could be a possibility of it. And then if you look at it in the sense of what happened after that with LBJ taking over kind of leads more in, into more of that conspiracy idea. Yeah. I, I think that you look at the JFK, like you were stating, there's a bunch of weird discrepancies. I remember funny enough, this old Mythbusters episode where they were trying to figure out how the bullet disappeared. They built an ice bullet and they shot it into something. And that would make sense that it melted after doing the damage and the evidence is gone. But in terms of the chain of reactions after his death is also really kind of interesting in the conspiracy theories along those lines that if there was someone pulling strings to have him removed, excuse me, to have him removed from office so LBJ can take over, what organization would benefit from that? So there's a lot of cool stuff about the deep state, I think. And it, it starts back then. So you kind of just mentioned like with LBJ taking over, what organizations do you think actually would have benefited most from that? Some things that come to mind or organizations would be like the Soviet Union, um, maybe the CIA, the Democratic Party, for example, is another one, even though they were both Democrats, LBJ and the policies that he enforced have led to the idea of the Republican deep state that we kind of mentioned earlier, making the people more reliant on the government. So what do you kind of, what organizations do you think, Ryan? Yeah, I, I'm not going to say like the Democratic Party benefited from it exactly. Um, LBJ did push a little bit more policy. I think that appeased them that maybe JFK did. Russia, I'm trying to think of the timeline there. I don't think that's a massive benefit to them at that time. Well, the, but, the, the Cuba missile crisis like just, just recently happened. Um, yeah. So that was like on the forefront of, of everyone's mind on why he happened to die at the exact same, pretty much right around the same time that the Cuban missile crisis happened. Um, and why LBJ took over and the reason why they had him in was the idea was that they can control him more and that things like the Cuban Missile Crisis and the whole fiasco that happened there wouldn't happen again. Is one yeah, of I mean, that's very, that's very possible that the powers that be 
were not happy with their current the current structure or person in power being JFK, and they took it upon themselves to remove him from the equation. I think that's like a big definition of what the deep state would be doing behind people's back. So what kind of powers like? So I think that's the whole idea, right, of the deep state of like those powers. But like, who, who like, for example, were those were those powers? We can just say we can say political sides of it or, or whatever we want. But like, who, who at that time would have enough power to be able to potentially influence America or influence certain organizations in order to create something like this and also to push a possible agenda for the next, what is it? LBJ was in office for like, what, three years, three, four years. So who do you think like was like, who would come to mind? He was in in office for six years. Yeah. He got an extra term. So yeah, he finished JFK's term and then had his own term. Yeah. Um, Who do you think benefited most then from like, if there was someone to kill JFK and there was, and I kind of mentioned organizations, but do you think there was a specific person that benefited most from it or was the obvious LBJ is the obvious one? Yeah. I mean, obviously you look at the vice president, it's kind of like when uh, there's a a murder in the family and they look at the husband, they look at the wife. It's kind of like who benefits most from said person being killed. And LBJ obviously became president of the United States and got another term. Now, a tough thing to be like, yeah, LBJ orchestrated JFK's assassination, but in terms of following the deep state conspiracy, the CIA would have had the knowledge, I think, and also somewhat of the benefit, because if you think about it this way, the CIA, when the missile crisis came out, I'm sure they they were involved, and they may have looked at it from the standpoint that LBJ would have given them the, I wouldn't say guidelines, but free reign to, to take out missions as they wanted or to go about it as how they, they thought would be most effective. And JFK may have disagreed with them on that standpoint. So, I mean, it's, it's an interesting thing to talk about, but the obvious one is LBJ. But I mean, again, these are all just random conspiracy theories. Yeah, so like moving the timeline down a little bit, like, so as soon as LBJ got in office, one of the policies that he did push, however, was, uh, or things that he did, was the war on poverty. So the war on poverty is the idea that people are poor, we have to go out and we have to try to, the government has to help them in whatever way they can, right? Primarily it was done in dominantly black-dominated cities, such as Chicago, big urban areas, Chicago, New York, things like that. That's something that like we're still paying for and we are still seeing in today's society. So I think if the idea of this deep state putting LBJ in power and then having something like the war on poverty occur, kind of, does it not show kind of proof of the, of the deep state that they put someone in power to be able to do something that they know, what is it, 60 years down the line, we're still going to be paying for and we're still going to be seeing ramifications of this? That would be the ultimate like deep state power move is to see things happen like 60 to a hundred years ahead. Right. Mm, I mean, I, I get where you're going with that idea, 
But the war on poverty also, to me, sounds like something a normal president would be trying to push in terms of trying to get the election or trying to get votes. And it, it kind of makes sense coming from that party that they're pushing something like that. So I don't know if the deep state being involved just so that policy could get pushed is, is a great example. I think we can move, we can, you can finish up, but we can move towards chronologically talking about 9-11 and the possible ramifications of stuff like that, where it actually ended up causing something to happen that's still going on. Like that was a big issue that allowed the government to, whether you agree with it or not, go to war in the Middle East. Like that's kind of a, a, a lasting deep state thing I would think of. Yeah. So if you want to jump ahead, like jump that far ahead, that's fine. Before 9-11, however, we were obviously going into, was it uh, Operation Desert Storm and stuff like that. So we were already operating in the Middle East. So the idea was that, again, looking at the military industrial complex, when Reagan happened to be in office, right, a Republican. So you constantly see these themes of like whoever's in office, whoever is kind of like leading the, the nation, the government, the opposite is what, we, is what is viewed as the deep state. So when Reagan's in office, we start going into the Middle East. It's then it's something that occurs during Clinton's presidency and well Bush's presidency and a little bit of Clinton's as well, leading up to 9-11. But because of the military industrial complex, you could make the argument that that was kind of like the first seeds of deep state that ended up leading to 9-11, right? Yeah. And I think you kind of hit, you may have hit kind of a big note there is that it, there very well could be two different deep states on both sides of the aisle. Like it very easily could be that way. One president's in, like you said, Reagan, he wanted an excuse to go to the Middle East. They had a shadow government on that side of the aisle that pulled some strings so it could happen. Same thing with, with LBJ. There's a deep state shadow government on that side of the aisle that was able to pull some strings so things could happen. I think and I want to very much clarify that I do not think 9-11 is a conspiracy. We're just using this in terms of arguments for the deep state mm-hmm. that y- you could have had a shadow government that needed an excuse to go to war in the Middle East to occupy that region for oil, for however way you want to justify it, but if, in theory, plan something like that out to be executed. Yeah, and I, I mean, you definitely kind of brought my thought and like really solidified that of that there are, we kind of mentioned it in the beginning, the two different definitions of the deep state and that there could be, there could be possibly, I I guess up to three, if you're looking at it in that way of one, depending on on which aisle is in office, right? Which party's in office. But then there's the one that I think is even more in the shadows, right? Of the one that's always behind everything that's going on. And do you think that 9-11 is an example of that? Or do you think it's more of one of the definitions that we kind of gave beforehand? I think it's one of the more definitions that we gave. It, it benefited a party to do so. Granted, if you want to argue that the United States got oil out of it, then it benefited everyone. But I, I don't think that 9-11 was, was a conspiracy theory at all. I think it was a terrible, terrible situation. But I will say it gave the government an excuse either they're saying retaliation or they wanted it for oil, whatever their justification was, it gave them a reason to go to the Middle East. They didn't have to just randomly say, we're going to occupy that region for, for the hell of it. 
it gave President Bush at the time the justification to send troops there and start a war. And I think that that kind of falls under what you said is between which party kind of benefits from it, whoever's in power at that time. The overall scheme that there's like a, an actual shadow government that only works for themselves, I don't know if that was like a big benefit for that, for that idea. Yeah, and I think also if there was a conspiracy theory or, or a deep state, it's pretty well known the conspiracy theories of like, oh, there was a bomb in the basement and exploded and there's like maybe grainy footage of it and stuff like that. Um, that if there was, I think if there was a deep state that was operating at such a high level that stuff like that wouldn't, wouldn't be out. Unless, Ryan, that is their whole game and they're making you just think that there is no deep state because it's showing both sides. It's showing that the tower is going down, causing them to go to war. Then on the other hand, it's showing that we did it on purpose to be able to go to war. It's mind-boggling. There's just so much going yeah, it's, on. It's, that's why it's like such a fun conversation. I mean, I'm jumping a little bit back in, in history before what we're talking about. But even like the moon landing could be, yeah. you could consider, oh, uh, it has ramifications to the deep state that we faked the moon landing so that we we beat Russia to the space race and it did all this for the United States and this and that. And yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are certain situations that happen that are stated. There's a stated reason. And then there's an actual reason why it happened, like what the benefit was. So I just think the deep state conversations is like so interesting and it's, it's a fun topic. What else should we lead into? Oh, I think the deep state, the deep state conversation leads into kind of into modern modern times of like what we are dealing with now and the reason why it is such a topic now and the reason why possibly we are talking about it is because what around 2016 um donald trump president trump mentioned the deep state and he said the deep state as in they don't want me to be in power saying they very vaguely kind of referring to the democrats or the left side of the aisle. Now, it's been, I guess, research after that. And there's been a lot of things that have come out, a lot of it debunking the idea of a deep state. But it's still something that he constantly, that is constantly brought up because Trump is so polarizing. Um, I think that also kind of leads a question, Ryan, of like, if there was a deep state, would they want someone like Trump to be aware of it? And if they didn't want him to be aware of it, they're doing a pretty bad job of hiding it, right? Yeah, I think that if you're going to take out, obviously, whether you like it or not, or like him or not, Trump brought up the deep state and it kind of like people were like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Like either half people are like, no, that's absolutely ridiculous. Or the other half is like, oh yeah, no, there, there's definitely is one like this is absurd. If you were going to, from this point of the argument, if you're going to, say that there is a deep state and believe in one, it would make sense that an outsider that was never in politics would not be welcomed. He okay. throws off the whole agenda. Like he was a, he was a issue that someone, if there was a shadow government may have a problem with. And if you look at who is, who he's running against in Clinton, Clintons have been, in, have been in politics for a very long time. She, Hillary would have been part of the, the chain of events that I'm sure a deep state would have wanted to happen but instead it was a fluke or whatever you want to call it and this 
non-political person got thrown into the mix and it would make sense that it started flaring up issues. Now the deep state goes back before Trump as well though, because in 20, I don't remember what it was, 2012 or uh, it was during Obama's terms, they had the Patriot Act issue where he got caught spying on everyone. And Edward Stone released the information and said, this is a huge breach of security. And it was not told to anybody that they were doing it to basically the American people. That's a big kind of deep state thing. Like, why are you spying on everyone? Yeah. And I think that that honestly is the reason why I think people care about it so much now is because they care about their privacy. I mean, we all know, like, we all have like Amazon products or Alexa products. And that as soon as you say something, it pops up on your phone, it pops up on your computer, it pops up everywhere. So now like we know for a fact that they're listening. We know for a fact that they're tracking us, that if there was a, a deep state that they literally know everything about us. And I think it, I mean, the Marvel, what is it? Captain America, uh, winter soldier kind of had the whole idea of like, Hydra came in and had a deep state kind of thing of like, they were tracking everyone and they were going to kill all the people that potentially could like overthrow Hydra. Right. Yeah. That's the, yeah. that's like the ultimate, like, Holy cow, the deep state knows all of us. They could kill us. They could do whatever they want to us at any point in time. And we are pretty much powerless because like in Captain America, they were powerless. They, they were shooting missiles and stuff from like space, pretty much from those helicopter things that they're destroying. Yeah. That's your, I think uh, that's your comic book lesson of the day. <laughs> yeah, guys. So uh, Captain America all the way. Um, but I think that's like the ultimate, like the craziness of the deep state of like they had, if there is one, they have so much power and we are so powerless. I think that's why it's also so scary to think about. Yeah. I think if you, a lot of people think of the deep state as like the massive elite people, people who, who own most of the wealth in the world, that they're controlling the world with their wealth and they're dictating certain things. And when you like it or not, when Trump brought up the deep state, it kind of did raise some red flags in certain aspects of the world. Hence, which we're going to talk about next week, Jeffrey Epstein, big, big issue. The guy was worth a lot of money. He had a lot of powerful friends and they were doing a lot of illegal stuff behind people's backs. And he was getting away with it for decades because no one would call him on it because a lot of the people who were supposed to call him on this stuff were going and hanging out with him, whether they were doing it or not, they're still involved. So they didn't want to raise the red flag. Now that's where I get the biggest fear from a possible deep state is that you have people with just massive amounts of resources and money that are not elected officials that are not supposed to have power, but they indirectly do because they're influencing people in other ways. Yeah, that's a very, that's a very good point. And that maybe the even more powerful are the ones who aren't supposed to be in power, which would be a lot of billionaires and multimillionaires um, because just because they like, just because of the simple fact that they have money and have these connections like Epstein, they can pretty much do whatever they want. They can give it away with whatever they want. They can, like, the law is beneath them. They're above the law in the corny classical sense of the term, right? Yeah, I mean, it, I was having this discussion the other day, and again, we'll get into more detail with it next week, but Bill Gates was on the flight logs or something related to the Epstein, and I was thinking in my head, I'm saying, 
I don't think it would matter if they had this guy on tape doing something extremely illegal because the guy is the second richest man in the world. If he wanted to, he has enough money to buy his own country. How do you put someone in, that, in like that in jail? It's almost, I, I don't see how it's possible. And of course, the law always says, well, you know, no one's above the law and this and that. But when you're throwing around that much money, I think it catches people's attention and a lot of things slide. Yeah. And like, even though the law is there, right, to, to put people like possibly Bill Gates in jail, who's going like, to have the balls enough to do that? Who's going to want to actually like put Bill Gates in jail? Regardless of what he did, it's going to be just a long, hard endeavor to do. So then people just don't want to do it, which I think just again shows just the power that they do have. Yeah, well, there, I, think, I think an interesting point of view is to say, even if there isn't an acknowledgeable deep state, there is kind of like this sense that there are people that are able to pull strings that are not elected officials because they have the money and resources to do so, whether or not they, they know that they're doing it, there is kind of like this weird kind of deep state feel behind some of this stuff. Yeah. Do you, can you think of any other um, Epstein type levels of like examples of that where he was doing crimes and he was able to kind of just get away with it or she I mean, for that matter? I, I think throughout you're talking about Maxwell. Well, I wasn't talking about Maxwell, but um, yeah, kind of like I mean, she's another lady that or she's another person that had immense amounts of wealth and she was very famous. Her father was very famous. Yep. And she was able to, I mean, she, they're saying that the crimes they arrested her for were back in like the late 90s, early 2000s. And they're just now getting to her. 94. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's nuts that they're just now getting. So she was able to do this for 30 years and no one said a word about it. And then all of a sudden they're like, whoa. whoa, whoa. So I think that, again, we're not saying like there's this huge deep state. We're a bunch of believers and stuff. I just think we're talking about it in terms that there are weird situations that have happened that kind of lead to the idea that there is one. There's too many coincidences. And I think we'll, in our Epstein episode, we will talk about some of the coincidences that did happen. But if you just look through history, the coincidences are pretty crazy. And JFK died, right? Then all this happened. And then if you just skip ahead, 9-11 happened than the last 20 years has happened. That's a pretty big coincidence that like these, just those two examples alone led to so much change after it, not to mention everything else that occurred within, within those timeframes. Yeah, uh, that's why I think it's, it's a super interesting topic. And I mean, you can get into the fact that I've always thought about this. I don't believe in aliens, but the idea is that if there were aliens, it would make sense for the government not to tell anyone about them because then certain religions would become obsolete because a lot of religions go off of the basis that man is man and we're created through God's image and it would be weird if there's a bunch of different species. So then you, you, you say, well, is it possible that religion is used to control people and they wouldn't want any loopholes in that, even though there are loopholes in religion, I'm not saying there's not, but like there's so many things that go on in the world that you're like, this is kind of weird that I wonder who's really pulling the strings here. Yeah. And you even mentioned religion, just like the Catholic church, like what the fuck, right? Like everything they did for the past, who knows, like I'm not exactly sure on the timeline, but at least the last 20 years of what they were doing to these children. Again, it's just like the power that 
these organizations have and the power that like that religion has and the power that just the rich have like there's rich people within the church there's wealthy people within the church all this stuff just gets pushed aside they were able to cover it all up like it's too big of a coincidence it's too big of an issue it's too big of a problem to just be like yeah i guess they just missed it for 20 years i guess they just didn't think about doing that i guess the tips that they got or the witnesses that they had were all not credible and that just that makes sense it does they just like it it's too weird to make sense i think that's where the idea of the deep state comes from is it's just too weird to make sense right yeah, I think you, you touched on it pretty big. Is even if you think that the the giant scheme of the deep state relating to the United States may may not exist, there are little weird incidences inside of certain particular organizations where you're like, well, it's kind of weird that they got away with it that for so long. Like there must be someone in there not saying anything, and there are no whistleblowers in certain situations, like the Catholic Church. I am Catholic, so you know it wasn't the proudest moment, but I think it's. Like you said, religion is a very important thing to a lot of people, and they were able to get away with some with stuff like that because they basically, I wouldn't say blackmailed the victims, but they used religion against them. Yep. So it was like, well, you don't want to turn us in because it'll hurt the Catholic Church, and then, and then, you know, it might upset God or something kind of crazy like that. I don't know how they convinced these people not to get to get away with it, but there's a lot of powerful people that knew about this stuff not just the Catholic church, but in general around what's going on in the world and nothing's said about it. Nothing's done about it. Yeah. And man, if you just look at like all these scenarios that we kind of talked about have to deal with the people that have the least amount of power, right? Epstein children. He's working with children who are abused and not in good situations. Same with the church. Even look at the boy Scouts, the same thing, right? You look at, the 60s, dealing with black people who at the time were fighting for civil rights. You're then working into what LBJ did and what we mentioned earlier with the war on poverty. All of those things were, de- were working to and or working against the people with the least amount of power. Yeah. I mean, you could say that in all those instances, they've taken, they took the narrative and used it in their advantage to gain power in a different way. So in the civil rights movement, they turned around and said, you know, we need to push this agenda. Yes. And yes. But then other people went along along with it, but took advantage of a situation. And I like what you said earlier with Epstein is he took his money and basically groomed all these kids and they couldn't do anything about it because they were, who knows what they were, but they weren't, they didn't have loving families at home or they were abducted or whatever the, the case may be. They took advantage of situations where they, no one shined a light in a dark place. Yep. And I think that's the deep state. It's, it's the, the dark place that light is never shined. Yeah, exactly. And I fully agree with that. It's just honestly, dude, it's crazy. It's like, like a small example. Another small example I could think of this is what is it, a year ago now? Remember all those famous celebrities and like rich people who are buying their kids into these universities? Yeah. Yep. Like that in, it, that in itself was a very like small example of deep state where you had money purchasing it, basically their kids. They're, they're giving their kids that don't belong in these universities 
were getting a leg up over everyone else because of who they were. And they used people inside of the organization being the college to sneak them in basically. Like it's, it's, it's insane. It's incredibly in, insane. It's the rich and powerful putting themselves in a position to remain rich and powerful. Right. Yeah. It's like just the bottom line of it is, I think ultimately a deep state comes down to what you just touched on. It's the dark place that no one wants to shed a light. And more times than not, when that light is shed, it leads to the rich and powerful. It leads to the people that are so wealthy that nothing, theoretically, nothing can be done to them. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be really tough if this Epstein thing drags out. And again, we'll really go in depth with it next, next week in our episode, but if this drags out and you get some very, very powerful people, you'll see, I think you'll see that they, they like get through by the skin of their teeth. Like, it's like, Oh, well, yeah, they were involved, but not really. I mean, you have, Again, I want to touch in more next week, but you have four presidents, I, I believe, that were on those flight logs, like at the time sitting presidents or previous presidents. That's insane. Like those are very powerful people involved in this entire scheme. Yep. It's nuts. Um, and kind of what we mentioned earlier, we are going to be talking about Epstein. So before I close this out, Ryan, we talked about the deep state in kind of a very broad term and gave some examples of what's been linked to the deep state and kind of what we've seen from your personal view of it. It seems like we both are kind of in agreement of like there potentially could be a deep state, but I want to hear your opinion on if there is a deep state, does it scare you at all? Yeah, I, I, I think it very much does because it undermines what built the United States in terms of a democracy. If it's going to get to a point where it doesn't matter who you vote for, the actions have already been planned out. That's a big problem. I mean, in a way that turns into a dictatorship dictatorship by committee. You have a group of quote-unquote powerful people that get to dictate whatever goes on in the world. And that's crazy to me. Like, your vote will never matter if that's the case. Now, I don't think the deep state, if there is one, falls along the, the conspiracy lines that like, oh, poor Trump didn't pass this bill because they're out to get him. Or... Obama wasn't able to do this, blah, 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 because they're out to get him. I don't think it falls like that a bunch of a, it's not that simplistic. I don't think that it's, you know, one party's after the other party. I think it's a bigger situation where a lot of events happen in the world that are planned out already. And I think that's what scares people. It's really fascinating if you think about it. Yeah. I mean, we just talked about stuff that really happened in the United States and kind of had some effects in like the Middle East and stuff like that. But I'm sure if you look at it from even a worldview, right, it's even, it's even crazier. I'm sure there's events that I've never even heard about that happened in like Africa, Europe, you know, Asia as well, like that scream deep state theories and ideas and conspiracies as well, right? Yeah. I mean, we could get in, we'll probably do an episode on China and China is a big, there's a bunch of theories around them on what they're going, what they're doing on the world stage. So super fun topic to talk about again we're not weird conspiracy theories people to the viewers we're not trying to like push any agendas or anything we're just talking about really interesting stuff that you kind of hear about every day but i don't think enough people kind of shine a light on it yep that's what we're here for so anything else ryan that's it for me uh just watch out for those watch out for those uh weird coincidences that happen in the world yeah there's too many of them (laughs) but um so yeah, that, that's our episode on the deep state. 
like I said, we talked about it kind of in broad terms, um, but we are going to do not necessarily a deep dive into the deep state, but we are going to do a dive into Jeffrey Epstein and everything that occurred leading up to it and then kind of how it relates to the deep state and the implications that could arise from Maxwell's arrest and possibly leading to other powerful people's arrests as well. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and check out our Instagram page and our Twitter page that are attached in the comments on this episode. Our website, which is attached in the comments, but also in the bios of each social media page. Thank you and have a good day, everyone. Thanks, guys.